Welcome to the third season of Pop Culture Elevator. You might get off on the wrong floor, but it'll still be the right one. I'm Danny. And I'm Mark. We're going to follow the rabbit down some deeper holes, and we might just make it to Wonderland. That's the adventure we're looking for. We will deep dive into some newer films, but also take a look at some of our older favorites. No movie is too big or too small for us to handle, and hey, we'll even have time to talk about film news and our favorite celebrities. That's why we're the hosts of Pop Culture Elevator. Now let's, let's get, get this show on the road. And passengers, we'd love for you to message us. So if you'd like to, you can reach us at a few different places. Our email is popcultureelevator at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is PCE Podcast. Instagram is at popcultureelevator. Facebook is facebook.com slash popcultureelevator. When Mark and I talk about pop culture, we have a hard time censoring ourselves. So there are spoilers. Some of these spoilers are many years old and some only a few days old. We just want you to know what you're getting into. So if you haven't seen the movie we were talking about, you might want to pause this and watch said film. This is your spoiler warning. Welcome back, passengers, to another episode of Pop Culture Elevator. That's right. And as always, today's episode in season three is brought to you by Precise Public Adjusting. If you're having trouble with a property loss claim, give them a call. They'll get uh, <laughs> they'll make sure that your insurance carrier takes care of you the way that they agreed to. Once again, that is Precise Public Adjusting at 817-992-5040. And make sure you let them know that Pop Culture Elevator sent you. Please do. Uh, so today we are talking about the 2022 Requill, I guess. New word. Yes. Requill. Uh, scream. I am so happy they coined this concept. Requel. I, so yeah, I, I think that reboots are trash because they don't respect the originals and a requel does. That's all I have to say about it. Like, mm, thank you. And unfortunately, it does lead to some reviews that that may imply it's formulaic but again i'm sorry if you're going to respect the originality of the game changing horror screen movie uh, I, i'm sorry you have to you're going to have to make references and that means formulas so i don't really understand if i see a scream i want to see it just like i saw it yeah i don't know it just, that's i just thought how... it was Aside from the only reason this isn't a 10 is because the scale is based off of the original, which is a 10. And sure. so it's like a nine. <laughs> sure, That's fine. Uh, so here's my one gripe uh, just off the very start. Now, I mean, that there's probably some more gripes, but this is my one like if top well, of my head. Did we, just... did, did, yeah, I guess we did say we're talking about Scream, right? Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like I just for one, like, I'm like, wait, did we say? But anyways, you're, you're uh, one gripe. I'm sorry. I don't understand. I understand like the whole new concept where they're like calling horror movies by the original title, like Halloween. But now we put like a 2022 on the end of Scream. They missed an opportunity. They missed an opportunity because you could have had it written out Scream and then had the the stabby murder part of the M be a red V for five. I like it. I kind of like it. Yeah. That would have been perfect. Uh, or just two, like after Scream, two daggers with, that's a V after. Yeah, something. You know, like they could have done something like, I don't care that it's not, I don't care that it's called. But Scream, I completely agree. But, that's a missed opportunity. Yeah, it's a missed opportunity. But I, I don't like when it's Scream because when I go to search for it, it brings, it's, it might bring up Scream 1. Well, now everyone's just, looking for five. Like Everyone's no. putting 2022 now in the in the searches. So if you just type I, in I like Scream that. 2022, just like yep. Halloween 2018. Although yep. then you have to remember years later that, oh, yeah, this was in 2022. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that's got it done. I don't but remember when the original was a very out, 90, memorable year already. So, so. 96. <laughs> It was 90. Uh, when it came out? 90. 96. 96? No. 98. Right? No. Uh, 96. 96. It was 96. 96. Ooh, I, yeah. I got that on the money on that one. I was, yeah. I was 12 and I was like, nope, that's too late. Uh, mm-hmm. So 10. I came out when I was 10. I think I was like 14. I think that was the big thing. I was no, like you're, you're 12. No, you if just I said was you 10, were 12. you were 12. Oh, you, you're 10. Okay. I was, yeah. 
12 was, I was like, was I, I just remember no, was too late. being really upset. I think I did bad on some grades and so my parents punished yes. me and I couldn't go see Scream in the theaters, which I really wanted to. My mom's a big horror movie fan. So probably also a punishment to her because she'd like to go see it. Uh, yeah, yes, right. Folks, I probably saw scary <laughs> movies with my mom when I was young. I Dude, watched, it was the coolest. It's kind of why we became friends. I like, remember watching scary oh. movies when I was a kid and not, it not being a problem. Um, although I do have some irrational fears and that's probably part of why, but one of them toilets. Uh, <laughs> yes, actually it's sitting on toilets in like those farmhouses. Cause I think of arachnophobia. And now that crawling up that is a perfectly rational fear because if you've seen arachnophobia, you will never be the same again. My, like, I, I'm sorry. That's, that's different. I, I, every time I watch arachnophobia, it becomes a thought in my head. Uh, and so I look under the toilet. I look like around, like, are there any spiders around? But like, I remember distinctly one time going to my grandma's house and she's out in a, a farm area. And yeah. so going out there, I just watched arachnophobia before. And so, oh man, trying to go to the bathroom there. It's like, I'm just thinking there's these giant spiders gonna, gonna bite my butt. Yeah, sorry, I'm trying to do set the mood for your tale yeah. here because yeah, that and on top of that, if it's actually a, a rural area, uh, snakes can come up through there, or oh, the yeah, and uh, that's just because like a septic tank essentially, if they somehow get in there or whatever, and they come up, or just if you you know it's maybe a crack in a pipe, I don't know how that works, but uh, yeah, dude, it's creepy. So especially in a rural area, totally, and like you know when you get into like a if you go into a farmhouse and there's like a big old spider web in the corner, cause there always is uh, <laughs> that it's like that, yeah. not going to that corner. No. Yeah. Uh, snakes don't really bother me as much as spiders. I mean, it would, suck well, even get, in a toilet, it would, yeah, bother me. it would suck to get bitten by a, a snake in your toilet, I guess. I mean, yes, that it would. The there's, no, there's no, I guess. I mean, it would suck, but I'd be more afraid that it'd go for the hanging bits. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it goes for the heat. Yeah, it's gonna, yeah, like, gonna go it's essentially like, yeah, exactly. Just the, you know, the, the, the bits, the, uh, the, the Google berries are like hanging a mouse in front of a, a snake. You know, it's like the exact same thing. Speaking of farmhouses. <laughs> yes. Uh, it always reminds me of the, farmhouses. Uh, well, honestly, when I again, another thing, when I went out to my grandma's house and I yeah. saw the original scream. I kept uh-huh. thinking of the opening scene because it's a farmhouse where Drew Barrymore gets murdered oh. in the first one. So that always freaked me out. Like, what if what if Ghostface no. jumps through this window? Yeah, uh, it's spider on. <laughs> just but but it, you know whatever. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to get us back into Scream. So well, yeah, and when I went to see Scream, the one my dad, we I mean we've all went to the theater in San Antonio uh, and. Uh, it's the trailers and it's like getting to the last trailer you can see the lights are toning down and everything like that and it cuts to black like right before like the last trailer and my like my dad like the quiet the theater just got quiet because that fade out made everybody think oh the movie started and uh my dad just lets out this blood curdling scream right and he's like and it makes the whole theater just like jump and you know, like, you know, what the yeah. and the expletives and all that stuff. And everybody starts laughing and stuff. But he got the whole theater with that. And I just remember that so much. And that was, you know, I love that. I think we've mentioned in the, in the other streams uh this story, but I love that uh this movie is something that you could have connected with your parents with. Uh, when you were younger, because this is like the movie you show your the horror movie you show your kids. Essentially, it's, you know, doesn't have a gratuitous shot of any sort. I mean, they imply it, but it is something that, you know. That it is technically kid friendly, except for the gore, you know, like, a you know, not like a baby, but like a obviously I watched it when I was 10. So like I'm, I'm a really bad uh, judge of <laughs> excuse me. I'm a really bad judge of. Uh, when a child should watch I say child because we were allowed to watch everything yeah because I just didn't I got away with it uh I don't know if I got away with it in in terms I just it wasn't policed in my house or they'd be watching a movie and it's like well what are we gonna do yeah other than send them to their room I distinctly have this memory 
of watching um, this werewolf film. Couldn't tell you what it is now, but I just remember I always have it in my head of this transformation of a werewolf. It's not the howling. No, I dude, I haven't seen the howling in forever. It totally could have been the howling, Uh, but it's not American werewolf in Paris. Uh, Yeah. That came out way later. Not Paris. Sorry. In London, the original. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's not that. But uh, it has to be the howling then it could be, or because be, your parents are cool. Like that. They had my mom watched watch a that. ton of horror movies. So I, yeah. it's so hard to even say which one it is. Um, but anyway, it, it would be hard for me to judge. Although I would say scream is in the category where I would be uh, okay for like a, a more mature 12 year old or 11 year old possibly to watch it. Absolutely. Uh, but like, yeah, you got to like sit there and, and gore talk about the gore i guess although uh if uh, someone said something really interesting that i really liked about the scream movies what's that they, they said uh the gore is more in your head in the yeah, exactly than it is in your face right uh, so we remember more gore but going back and watching it it's pretty light on the gore and also just being the fact that there was different ratings the r rating was different than it is today I agree. I um, like even seeing Steve eviscerated in the first one and then going back and, and watching that and Drew Barry walks by him. Uh, and, and even when they first initially do the stabbing portion of that to make that happen, uh, it's, you know, it's very graphic, but it's quick. It's super right. quick. And then there's a side view and he just kind of looks like there's some rope dangling from him. It's right. gross, but it's not that bad. But because our imaginations are peaked, especially the yeah. first time you watch it, it's it's much more uh, impactful. And this one, though, is is gory. I would actually say from a standpoint, it's the probably the goriest scream there is uh, just because of the way they do the kills. Hmm. Uh, now Dewey's was gory. Oh yeah, well Dewey's, and then um, well, shit. that was a good kill, by the way. That was that stopped me in my tracks though, because I was one. so sad. I one. was just like, no, and especially because you see it coming a mile away. As soon as those elevator yeah. doors close, as as soon as he steps out of the elevator, you're just like, no, no, no. On top of yeah. that, he's splitting up. And he's going right for him, and they always come back for one more scare type of thing, even if they did think they killed them. But like other scream uh ghost faces rather have worn bulletproof vests before. Yeah. And I'm yeah. sorry, but like he takes way too long to shoot this guy in the head. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. And then his phone rings. It's like, I'm sorry, you can call them back. You're busy solving a crime and right. killing a murder. So, because you know how this plays out. It's not like, oh, is he going to continue to kill? Maybe. No, this is a guy in a costume. Like, I'm sorry, it's got to happen. I I don't. Yeah, there. I mean, there's always uh, horror movies go through their tropes and there's always going to be. uh, There's always going to be that. Why did you do that moment? And that's unfortunately Dewey's and. trying to think if anybody else did the thing where I was like, man, they shouldn't have done that. But I don't I don't think so. Unfortunate rule of a requel, though, is that somebody from the original, if you're going to pay respect to it, has to die. Well, and I, you know, immediately uh, when the Dewey thing happened, uh, my mind went straight to uh, The Force Awakens, Star Wars. Because, yeah, was it the. Yeah, The Force Awakens, the one where uh, they kill Han Solo. Oh, right. Of course. Yeah. You're just like, no lightsaber to the gut, like an inexcusable death. But it's like, OK, yeah. So because they, uh, I, I like because uh, we sat through that post uh, interview, the pre-recorded interview uh, or whatever, not the pre. It was a live, but they had pre uh, asked questions. Yeah. Uh, and which was hilarious in its own right. Um, we, oh, my God. I'm losing my train of thought. But the. Uh, Give it a cut. Yeah, D- David Arquette, uh, his death. I like that. Oh, it it, it made uh, the movie have stakes. Yeah. And yeah, um, the, it made the, it real and well, like the, the legacy characters aren't safe. <laughs> exactly. Legacy yeah. characters aren't safe. And actually, uh, the legacy characters. Well, let's 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 get into characters really quick. 
Okay. So they introduce a brand new cast of characters in this one. Actually, the legacy characters don't even show up for uh, a good half of the movie. Yeah. Uh, like they show up, but they don't really show up. Like yeah, it's just kind of like they're here. Yeah. You know, like they, yep, they talk about them. Uh, you see them, but that's it. Um, so anyway. Quick visit with one. Yeah. And so. You know, we've got David Arquette back. We've got Nev Campbell as as Sydney. We've got Courtney Cox back as Gail. And actually bringing in uh, Deputy Judy Hicks. That took me for yeah. a loop. I was like, why does she look familiar? Oh, yeah. She was like the deputy who was like having a crush on Dewey. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And all that. So we've got them coming back. And I'm trying to think of anybody else. I don't think anybody else came That's, back. Uh, that girl's from Bubble Boy. Oh, Judy Hicks is, or yeah. Mar- Marley Shelton. Exactly. Yeah. And then our new characters, uh, who we start the movie off with, Jenna Ortega. Is this the first movie where uh, the person who dies or who gets uh, stabbed in the start of the movie doesn't actually die? I think you're right. This is the first like on screen first like, getaway, the getaway uh, for the for the beginning of the film, right? And I love the way they started it off because, of course, it feels just like the original, which. Again, I say that and I don't want it to sound like, oh gosh, here we go again. Because the movie does not feel like here we go again. No, it feels like they're stealing from the original. There are plot points, all the screams follow, but uh, this does a really good job. It's very unpredictable. And it does a good job of it. It's a little predictable. There was one. There was one. Predictable. Yeah. From the very Uh, beginning, you're like, (laughs) yep, you stick out like a sore thumb. But you (laughs) you also had to think about it like this. Scream 3 was the first Scream to only have one killer. So, uh, this one could have been a one killer. You said movie. Scream 3? Yeah. Her there brother. was not a partner. No. There was not a double killer. Nope, just her brother. Yes, it was it was uh Billy's mother was nope. the partner. That's part 2. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, 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 wait. The in uh this is the Hollywood one, sorry. Uh her brother um just her brother. Mm-mm-mm. It is just her brother. I thought he had help. Nope, just her brother. You think for a while I, it's it's the cop? No, no, no. No, I know it was. I didn't think I was a partner. No, like maybe the director was kind of his partner, like because he's the one that he's like responsible for the secrets. No, nope, it was the first one and only no. one. Oh, okay. Gosh, I can't believe you're getting me with that. Um, only one. I swear he had a partner. Nope. Look it up. <laughs> but no, no, you're they right. even talked right. about it in the Q&A, dude. Yeah, I don't know. You're, you're right. They did. They talked about it in the Q&A. They said there was only one killer in that one. Um, so you got one one killer uh, in that one. So I thought maybe they could go for one killer in this one. Yeah. Uh, I always kind of like want that. I kind of always wanted it to be one because, you well, know, the supernatural thing makes more, uh, not more sense, but uh, it's... Uh, strikes more awe into yeah you. well like halloween where the new one is kind of saying maybe he like the the remake was like not remake the requel i guess for halloween was like um here is uh, uh michael myers uh but he's like he's human but then like the ending of the halloween kills you're like oh maybe he's not maybe he really is uh something somewhat supernatural yeah. right where this one but like it's always a different person for Ghostface, and so it's not it's like oh it's not like the mask where it's like he puts on the mask and becomes this magical killing god um, right i i invented that someone get on that we're gonna make the mask scream uh crossover we'll bring jim carrey in for it come back <laughs> the son of mask terrible film yeah terrible although uh it always makes me laugh when he's like mom or daddy dada mama <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite part uh the only good part of that movie um anyway so jenna ortega coming as tara carpenter who's the first person to get stabbed who actually doesn't die which makes sense for who you find out as the killer later um you have her sister melissa uh sorry sam sam we find out is actually billy loomis's illegitimate daughter yeah surprise skeet ulrich coming back that was my 
favorites. Uh, psychotic breakdown ghost thing. Yeah, the ghost of Killer Dad Past. With some fantastic de-agement. Actually, actually, I think it was more the ghost of Killer Dad Future because yeah. he's a guide. He's he's kind of like Dexter. He's um, and not to spoil the new season or anything like that. Don't don't because I haven't seen it. Oh, I hate you. I hate you. Well, he's like Harry <laughs> to Dexter. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, he was Skid Ulrich <laughs> in the parts that he was in was fantastic. I love the de-aging, did great job, but uh, he was. In they sure did. The great. I love that he was in the shirt that he died in with the even the bullet holes and uh, the blood yeah. running down. And he, the way he looked like was just perfect. Like he came right out of screen, the original. So that yeah. was a real nice surprise because they kept that one under wraps they there sure did a leak about that at all i don't even think he was in the cast like on the imdp I, I did it, well, just like just like spider-man no way <laughs> home they kept everyone off the imdb page uh so anyway you've got these two basically main characters uh along uh the ride along for the ride is sam's new boyfriend uh richie kirsch who was played fantastically by jack quaid yeah, I love Jack. He really Quaid. was ever since the boys. Yeah, he uh, really won me in the boys. I loved him. Loved him in Scream too. So like he was he was great in this uh, as the boyfriend. I loved, uh, I loved just the fact that he's like I don't know anything about Woodsboro. I don't know anything about Stab uh, and all I'm that. I'm gonna stuff. brush up on it. Yeah, that was fun. Um, what is he? It's like he has to watch like eight Stab movies. Or 10. Like, it's like stab eight, nine. I think it's, what did he say? They go off the rails on five. Like, five is where it breaks down or something like that. Yeah. I think there were eight of them made. The eighth one was a reboot that totally changes it. Like, they've got uh, um, ghost face, like a gold ghost face, and he's got a flamethrower. Yeah. And honestly, dude, I love that this movie calls out itself as well as other movies uh, within the franchise. I love that. Meta? done right works meta yeah. done by the matrix does not work yeah and i i would even say scream four uh and i know you're going to disagree with me i feel like that was a meta done wrong but it's like that's exactly how it had to be for its time and then this one is responding to that and yep. i that's so i felt like if you're gonna watch four you have to watch five otherwise you're just gonna be like ah that outro and her motive is just so lame but then they kind of come around and do it the right way, even though there's uh, there's always a fame grab, essentially. I like- and I, I, I think that the second attempt at that fame grab is uh, just is way better than number four. I like number four just because it was different. Uh, I like it. Yeah. Number like right off the bat, I'll just tell you this. It's Scream, Scream 2022, Scream okay. 2. Yep. Hold on, there's five movies. Then four and then three. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yeah. Three is my least favorite. I'll watch three, but it is my least favorite. But three has some real fun, like, scares and kills. And plus, Patrick Warburton's awesome, period. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, it's just that, again, the villain makes a movie. And also, I just felt like uh, the cop that helps him out the whole time that that's played by the dreamy guy mcdreamy yeah. uh yeah he uh he was uh, he was a little just too mcdreamy for that part he was a hollywood detective and they just kind of they really just went over the top casting yeah mcdreamy uh so i didn't really buy him as a detective but he was still you know sure a, a good actor he just i don't know i just didn't think that he was meant for that role that's right all. right so um this one has some pretty good kills in it. This is directed by uh let's here I got I'm going to get their names correct. So I'm going to look at it real quick. Uh Matt uh, Bettinelli Olpen and Tyler Gillett who who previously did uh the Fantastic Ready or Not. Yeah. Um so I was I already love that movie. Oh, I was already excited uh for this because based on those guys, uh they can totally keep doing the sequels, which there definitely is going to be sequels if the movie does well in theaters, which I think it actually beat Spider-Man this week, this weekend. Whoa. So uh that's a that's that's good. I mean I'm not gonna say that's a big deal, but it's it's good enough for a horror film, an R-rated horror film, uh especially during uh the Omicron outbreak now. Yeah. Um 
I think that it did pretty well and we'll probably see some sequels. Uh, Rounding out the cast, we've got uh, Dylan Minnette playing Wes Hicks. Dylan Minnette, you've no, uh, you'll recognize from I think uh, Thirteen Ways to Die. Is that what it's called? Thirteen, thirteen, uh, thirteen reasons why. Thirteen reasons why. That's what the, I'm thinking a million, <laughs> a million ways to die in the West. But in why. fairness, she totally probably wrote that thirteen list as well. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we've got Jasmine Savoy Brown as Mindy Meeks Martin, uh, Jasmine Savoy Brown, who I kept thinking, I know this girl, where do I know her from? Where do I know from? She's from the Miles Morales Spider-Man game. That's fantastic. Yeah. She's the, uh, she's the villain. She's really good in that. And you were wrapping your brain for that. Oh yeah. There's two, two times, you know, we've got, what's her face? Um, where's her name? Mikey, uh, Mikey Madison, I believe it is. Yeah. Uh, it could be Mickey Madison. It's M I K E Y. I want to say Mickey. I'm, I want to say Mikey. Just the English uh, it's language. spelled Mikey. Yeah, but, but I want to say Mickey. She plays Amber, who's the best friend of uh, Tara, and uh, she's from Better Things, like the TV series. And that again, that was another girl I was sitting there. <laughs> she's going. better than everyone on this cast, mom. <laughs> uh, she was a pretty good actress in it, though. Uh, I she? Thought, I did not think I saw it. I thought Sam was a little, little iffy, a little played it over the top, a little bit, just a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh anyway, and then we have Mason Gooding played by Chad Meeks Martin. I mean, sorry, Mason Gooding playing Chad Meeks Martin, the twin sibling of Mindy. And we have his girlfriend uh Liv, uh, who <laughs> is ridiculous in the in the movie as well. But oh, oh but he's another- Sue's cousin. Yeah. Uh no, Liv is not Sue's cousin. Stu is not mentioned in the movie at all. It's uh Mindy. Meeks Martin and Chad Meeks Martin are the niece and nephew of um not Stu, the other guy, the one the one that works at the Billy Lewis? No, the one that works at the uh, video store. Randy. Randy. Randy Mark uh is it Randy Meeks or some I don't know. I think you're right. Anyway, Randy, the Randy's uh niece and nephew. It is Meeks. It totally yeah. is Meeks. Okay. Oh, and then his sister, who plays their uh mother, uh yeah. Heather, Heather Matarazzo. Matarazzo. Who was in Scream Three? Yeah, she was in Scream Three. Two, the college one. No, three. She brings the videotape to them in the Hollywood set, and they watched it on set. Two is the one where he dies. Three is the one she brings the uh, movie to set. You're so right. Yeah, dude. I binged these in October of 2020 for our Scream franchise one, and they've just stuck in my head. Yeah, we we tried to blow through them again, but we watched one and four before we watched the movie. Yeah, dude, I thought about it and I was like, man, they're still really fresh in my head. And I've watched Scream like once or once every couple of years. So yeah. it's like they're, it's always going to be in my brain. It's like, you know, those early movies when you were younger just get stuck. That one's stuck. Oh, of course. Uh, oh, loved, loved uh, when vince gets killed the dude who's like a real douchebag at the bar uh yeah. when he gets killed his car is playing red right hand i was like yes. all the movies gotta have red right hand in it it sure does and it, honestly if you hear that song and somebody's on screen with it it is not gonna yeah. be a good day for that person so that was that was really good um yeah all of the new cast i thought was pretty good some of them uh, like i said sam the main character uh was a little over the top in the acting in my in my thought she got better towards the end uh jack quaid was probably you know other than nev campbell courtney cox and david arquette jack campbell yeah legacy people yeah best actor there and i I would say so i mean he um really sold his character to to uh, put it lightly so let's go ahead and throw it out there he is the second killer amber amber uh is the um Amber Freeman is the first killer, Tara's best friend. Thus why Tara didn't die. And Dewey gets it in one. Oh, I, I love that line. That was so good. He's like, and, the, and the Dewey had it in one in one, uh, one try. One like try. literally in 10 minutes, tops. Two minutes, apparently, because that's what he said he would give him. He solved the crime. <laughs> yeah, that and, was really uh, But funny. yeah, he like, calls him out. But, uh, you know, how Randy long do you know played? your boyfriend for? Six right? months. Mm-hmm. him it's it's always the boyfriend yeah like it's always that there's was, always some bullshit reason to kill your girlfriend just like randy says in part yeah <laughs> really i i kind of ended up liking their uh their motives 
like I, I kind of enjoyed what they ended up like. Okay, so you know we've got all the killings. Everyone's getting killed left and right. People yes, are yes, dying. Yes. Oh, they kill off Judy Hicks as well. I that was know. a sad one. He was like, "I'm gonna kill your son while he's in the shower." And so Judy turns around, going after him. And this sucked because she's telling all the cops to get to her house. No one's getting to her house. Nobody got. To I her thought house. for sure they would get there like asap because everyone's just like, "Oh, she's probably got some yeah. kolaches. This is a kolache surprise." Maybe um, she'll have some donuts. <laughs> but she's like, turning it on. Yeah, she runs for the door. And as soon as she gets the door, uh, she gets Ghost under face, porch. Ghostface is jumps out and stabs her in the gut and then guts her and then stabs her a bunch on the front porch. And then uh, the kid. I'm never going to have giant hedges in front of my porch or patio ever now, though. And then the kid, of course, goes downstairs and he's like, Mom, Mom. And he's, oh, it's so sweet. He's a good kid, too, because he's, he's a great all kid. The, Putting out all the dishes, ready to get tells sushi. everyone to get tasers oh. and, and mace, and he's like, you know, protect yourself, guys. Oh, and then of course uh, he gets he that gets was really sweet. The stopped. mom date, the kind of thing he's setting a table for her. That was great. No, it was just a sweet little uh, scene. I don't know. It just showed like she's like, please don't hurt him. He's a good kid. He's a good kid. Uh, but of course, now that you know that, uh, you know, later that you know that Amber is the killer, totally. She hates him. She thinks that uh, he has a crush on Tara and Amber is like that jealous Kelly Hill. What? Uh, girl. Right. Girl. <laughs> no one's good enough for her friend Tara. Yeah, it's no good enough. for Seriously, Tara. there is uh, some uh, tea blocking going on here. A uh, coin term from the movie Sex yeah. Drive and uh, hardcore. That's a little bit of matriarchy there, man. I was just like, what? Like, what nerve, man? Funny. To uh, me, though, but uh, yes. Anyway, I do have I guess my one question is we know that it wasn't the boyfriend who kills Dewey. We know that it's Amber who kills Dewey. Which that is some incredible strength. She's got strength. some strength if she could do what she did. She lifted him off the ground with those knives. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that was like, because that was the other thing is it's like, maybe Dewey makes it because he's been stabbed before a lot. <laughs> and so like, uh, she lifted him off the ground with two knives, one in the front, one in the back, totally gutted. Now, him. They're high schoolers, right? The new generation? Yes. They're high schoolers? I believe so. boyfriend's into some young girls because she's all calling him baby and stuff uh the boyfriend like randy quaid yeah, yeah uh jack quaid richie oh, excuse me yeah randy quaid's jack the quaid. <laughs> yeah the dad so uh, uh, jack quaid, uh richie is uh is being called baby and calling her back baby and finally yeah and i was like oh that's some age that's, difference that's what right he there. loves about high schoolers he gets older and they stay the same age i guess all right all right all right all right, all right, all right. Um, but anyway, so we get to like the finale, right? That's my favorite part, the finale, because yeah, Nev, or because Sydney puts a okay. So Sydney and Courtney Cost come in. Courtney, uh, I'm uh, sorry, um, Gail comes in, of course, to report on it. Uh, Dewey told her to stay away. We find out that they still love each other, and that Dewey messed up, and uh, and so they're gonna get back together, and then he dies, like literally, like what. 10 minutes, 20 minutes later. You're like, That's oh, why you no. never tell her, I'll be right back. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, um, they're back. And it's it's actually, it's really nice to have them back. But honestly, <laughs> honestly, passing the torch, I'm okay with it. Because the way they did it just felt so natural. Like, always keep Sydney and, and Gail part of it, right? Like, they could be someone to consult on in uh, in. Sydney's always going to want to be someone there to to take out the. I just didn't really see this as a passing torch moment because I always felt like uh, Courtney Cox and Nev Campbell already had the torch. They have the torch, but I'm saying like it felt like they passed the torch. She's like, it's not going to stop now. Now that you're yeah. a main player, it's never going to stop for you. You need to be always on the lookout. And someone else, you know, mm -hmm. is going to write a book. Someone else is going to write a book about it or, or do something that's going to become a world renowned thing because she's like, I'm not writing about this anymore. I'm going to write about yeah. Dewey. Yeah. Um, I really liked that. She reframed her efforts for the greater good. Yeah. Uh, she was, I mean, I liked Gail more in this movie than I've liked her in a while, just because Gail always comes off as selfish in this movie. She really came off as, uh, and, but she, the thing is, is yeah, she was fame grabby, 
Well, it's like a whole thing with this old movie is everyone is just trying to get their 15 minutes of fame, but she's already had hers. Yeah, I liked finding out that Dewey was the one that left because he couldn't hack New York. Yeah, he just couldn't take it. Like, I think. But it sucked sucks to find out that he left in the middle of the night. Like, he just packed up his stuff and pieced out. Like, that kind of sucked. And that like, was oh. not cool. But, and, then, uh, and then never talk to her again until... Hey, guess what? Killer's back. Oh, that was so well. funny. Like, <laughs> you told me through a text. Smiley face. Oh, that was <laughs> I probably shouldn't have sent the smiley face. Yeah. There was some good, in, in true Scream fashion, there was some good comedy added into the horror elements of this. They always reference today's technology to date the movie, and that was a great way to use it. Oh, I loved it. I thought that was pretty funny. Um but it was better yeah. than like you know how most movies have like oh they're texting so they put like the cloud bubble yeah. up on the thing and it's just like just show, just just show the phone yeah just show the phone. <laughs> Sydney uh, puts a tracker on ter- on um, Sam's car because she Ball. knows the killer can go after him no matter where she goes yeah well she's like where are they now and they look at the tracker and you find out there's a party going on at a house they have to stop at and the house just happens to be the original murder house from one mocker's parents house Stu mocker's house that was for me so good like as soon as they said that and then you're like oh the house is familiar looking yeah they, they don't they just refuse to give you any like hgtb expose right. shots of it that would show you the but main like, sets but you're like yeah, this, 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 these guys have a very similar builder i've seen this kind of home before yeah yeah and then was, all of a sudden even Nev the discovers gps right uh, right yeah the basement like we've been in all these rooms Oh, and and, then, and they do such a good job, and then Sydney gets the the GPS update, yeah. and they're like, "They're at Stumacher's house," and it zooms out on the main characters, yeah. and then you just see the front patio, just like they and did you, in the first movie. I love it. Amber's like, as soon as my parents bought this house, I became obsessed with the scream stories, and and that was really kind of like an Amityville thing. Like it's almost like the house called yeah. to her and made her do these things. You know, oh. well, she's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I love that scene where she's down in the basement with uh, Mindy and they're like, they're together down there getting the beer. And she's like, it's a good thing you had me come with you. And she's like, yeah, how do I know that you're not the killer? She goes, cause Mindy oh, goes, yeah. cause I'm the killer. She goes, you can't be the killer. And Mindy's like, why? And Amber's like, cause I am. Yeah. And it's like this good, like she just admitted it. Yeah. That's the other thing. It's like, cause she's like, we already knew, like we called it. And then she says it. And it's like, yeah, we know. Oh, <laughs> Mindy watching stab while high or drunk or high or whatever on the couch. Yeah. And she's doing it's the scene where uh, he's on the couch and the knife's about to come down and then he stops or whatever. Yeah. And she's like, look behind you. Just turn around. Turn around. She turns around. Yeah. I love that. She's like, heeds her own advice. Because yeah. everyone is thinking that and she's saying it like, dude, heed your own advice. Yeah. And then she, she gets this like light bulb look on her face like, <gasps> and yeah. so she turns around and of course it's true. And it's like, oh man, I'm so glad they did that. It didn't just let the killer get away with it. Again. Yeah. I'm glad that some of the kills didn't turn out to be actual kills too. Cause some of the characters I would like to see come back. I really liked me yeah. character. So for her to still be alive. And then I love the scene. You think her brother's dead. And then uh, she tries She, you know, they're pushing her past the ambulance and you see her brother, like give a little thumbs up and she gives a thought. It's like this great little scene. You're like, yes, they live. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. I like them a lot, but that means that one of them is going to die next movie. Oh, for sure. <laughs> But Mindy definitely takes the place of Randy in this. She's the one that knows all the rules. Absolutely. She's the one that coins Requill and uh, all this. So that was really fun. Um, yeah, so part of the reason why she's one of my favorite characters. But Amber's death scene, man, where they've got yeah. her finally and they shoot her a bunch and then she falls on the the oven stove and then lights yes. on fire. Yes. I know that was so hilarious. Uh, Cause seriously, she's just like doused accelerant, like on herself. Like, well, and it's just this, it's, it's a very child moment too, because she yeah. is still technically a child. She's in high school. Yep. And so for her to be like, wait, no, I'm sorry. I just got obsessed with this. Don't, don't shoot me. And Gail's like, uh, you killed Dewey. Like, no, you, yeah. you deserve this. But also and- this is an act. Oh, like, for sure. 
for sure. She's crazy. They're all crazy. And and shooting her and, and having her light on fire was such a good, like we laughed. It was a good I, oh, like, totally. moment. It was, and it was a great, uh, like penance for killing Dewey. Right. And then of course, you know, uh, she, uh, uh, Tara gets to shoot, um, Richie. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that was pretty good. And then they're like, Oh, he always comes back, but then they, she shoots him in the head. You know, yeah. to make sure and like a punch. That was another amazing scene because uh her the ghost of Skeet Ulrich is like trying oh. to get her to go on a rampage to release her rage the whole so movie she goes, in all the hallucinations. For, yeah, you for don't, the, yeah, you yeah. don't mess with a serial killer's really daughter. daughter. Yeah. And uh, and she just goes buck wild with his own knife yeah. all over him and just bathes in his blood and it's epic. And now that one I would that's the part where it got more gory. Uh and uh, I didn't think it was that gory of a movie, and I'm like trying to remember. Where's that was pretty gory, but scenes? all the neck stabs were pretty gory. Like yeah. they stabbed the neck a lot, uh, a lot. Yeah, they just go straight for the juggler, and I think that's because maybe like she has like super strength, like to lift somebody up, but like the stabbing, yeah, like motions, like she has to use her weight. So uh, whenever she kills, you notice she just leans into the knife. Uh, until yeah, the, she definitely leans the side yeah. uh, into the neck and it works like every single time, but it's just like a real slow. Oh, I might make it kill. There's a, <laughs> there's a scene uh, where they where they're talking about everyone that's going to be killed is going to be someone that had to do with the original stuff. Yeah. Um, and and so they were like, well, that doesn't work because Vince died. Who do we find out? Vince was like the nephew of someone. Oh gosh, which one was Vince? I'm sorry. Vince was the skeezy dude who dies by his car. Mm. Oh, they said something. They were like, doesn't make sense because Vince died. I'm like, no, Vince turned out to be the nephew of might have been Stu. Hold on a sec. I, I can't I yeah, I thought somebody was Stu's cousin. It might have been uh Vince Schneider. Oh, that guy. Um uh, That's not the boyfriend guy. No, those are the no Vince Snyder's the dude. I mean the the, the ex boyfriend guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, he ends up being oh my gosh, he's gonna really oh yeah he's uh he he's Stu Mocker's uncle. So that's the person that was related. Okay, to got it. That's the person that was related to Stu. Stu Mocker was his uncle. I and thought fi- Liv McKenzie was a cousin, but I guess no, not. no, and she really didn't have um a ton. She didn't really have a ton to do. I like that one scene. <laughs> probably one of my favorite scenes in the movie is where, where she's like i'm ready to have sex yeah He's oh like, my I, god that was one of my favorite parts that was so funny too we should probably wait because i'm not like a hundred percent sure that you're not the killer yeah <laughs> this is the best I, I oh man i thought maybe for sure he'd be like i don't want to have sex during this because i'm not you know if we have sex we'll die but yeah, no, but it up, is like, the rules though. And like you know, if you have sex during yeah. a horror movie, you're gonna die. That's the other reason. The killer. Yeah, like that should have been his excuse. Oh, like but oh, she lives. There's she a lives. killer on the loose. I'm sorry, this isn't the smartest time to do this. Yeah, when this blows over. We'll go out. You know, she, I'll treat your rat. But he just straight up tells her, "You could be the killer." Hey, I'm sorry. <laughs> because of because of that though, she lives because she gets yep. out of the house. She's all pissed off. She gets out and she lives um which i would have thought amber would have tried to kill her because amber wasn't really a fan of her either but who was amber probably on the list yeah um but anyway yeah this was great i thought the film was was a plus for for a requel for a for a reboot sequel especially uh 10 years later right i completely agree yeah i mean more than 10 years because we're Uh, in 2022 now yeah so it's like the seven seven years uh 16 no 10 years was in uh 26 uh, i'm saying 11 years since the last screen movie oh last movie yeah gotcha now i could yeah because 2011 when did scream 4 come out Scream 4 came out 2011. No way. I don't yes. know why that seems like just yesterday. Jeez. No, Scream 4 came out 2011. I was in, remember we talked about it. I was in Korea, so I couldn't see it in the theaters. Ah. Yeah. I waited and waited and waited until I could finally download it <laughs> <laughs> in Korea. Um, so anyway, 
uh, I think this is for any horror fan, a must see for any scream fan, a definite must see. Uh, I can't recommend it to everyone. Cause of course it's a horror film and not everyone likes horror films, but uh, you're in for a wild ride. It's fun. Yeah. If you like slasher movies, this is the movie for you. If you don't, obviously <laughs> stay in your wheelhouse, but uh, yeah, it's a must see for me. I think it is uh, just as close to the original uh, in quality as you can get. Oh yeah. Uh, so honestly, like if you were going to watch any other movie besides the original, this is the one I would pop in. And if so, you can, you if you can get it. yourself a hold of maybe a copy of the Q and a they did for the fan event. That uh, was hilarious. Just because David Arquette was high as some just high as balls. Oh, that was amazing. I, I like just like straight up leaned over to Danielle and I was like, and I, I guess loudly, I was like, how high is he? And immediately I look over to you and you're tweeting the exact same question. Oh, it was he like, like retweets like right away. Like so high. Was like, <laughs> he was. I, could, I was just like, He's not answering the question. He's like giggling his way out of every question. He's like, yeah, but that thing happened. Dude. <laughs> yeah, it was my, like that. My daughter, like my, that was his response to everything. My, my daughter's here and she's just so proud of me. <laughs> oh, wait, you're ready to get me out. I'm not married anymore. Dude, like, dude, that was so crazy. He's just like. I still the, uh, back. I need to go back and watch some damn dude, that part of where that girl like, like that. I guess gives him a flirty wave from the audience oh, yeah. and he's like oh I'm not married anymore it's okay yeah like, oh, <laughs> I'm just, oh my god oh my god balls, dude. He's so balls. Uh, it makes if that's his normal like if that's not he high, does have a goofy demeanor and he but, is goofy okay. but that, well, like, that there's was, a difference it's impressive that he can pull off the characters he pulls off with that, yeah, with, I if that's his personality, agree. but um, yeah, weird, weird dude. I like him. Um, anyway, uh, always drag to never. We got Nev Campbell, David Arquette, and Courtney Cox. And this was oh, easy, yeah. I'm going Nev Campbell, mm, yeah. I'm going Nev Campbell always for the screen movies. I'm going uh, drag to go drag to. David Arquette, I'm going bye-bye, Courtney Cox. Yeah, that's my, uh, it's hard. That was a hard one, actually. I completely it agree. wasn't easy, but it, it wasn't easy. It wasn't hard. It was kind of in that middle. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Even though uh, I vaguely enjoy Friends from time to time, I don't need it in my life. It's like, for it. <laughs> Honestly, I've seen it all and it's so okay. If I'm being super honest, Courtney Cox would be if I could never see her movies again, it would be uh, uh um I'd be sad because I couldn't watch Masters of the Universe, which was like a guilty pleasure for me. The mm. He-Man, the He-Man movie with Dolph Lundgren. I'll give you that one, but that's yeah. the, that's about it. That's about it. <laughs> I don't I didn't care for any of her shows. I didn't uh friends friends is fine. I, I love people who love friends. I'll watch it from time to time, but it it's not my favorite show. Same. Uh anyway, you know what should be your favorite? What? Our sponsor. Ooh. All right, passengers, on to birthday and news. Uh January 16th, we have the very awesome John Carpenter. He's given us so much. Oh my gosh. Thank the, you so much. The, the music for Halloween. Uh, the thing. Mm-hmm. So many good movies. John Carpenter's freaking awesome. There's a whole list. I'm not going to go through them. Yeah. Um, January 17th, Jim Carrey. Yeah. Another really? amazing person. I'm sorry. Like he may be goofy and I, I just straight up love almost anything he does. Oh yeah. I mean, come on. I can't wait for Sonic 2. I'm yeah. yeah he's seriously the most amazing Dr. Robotnik. He, even though I thought Dr. Robotnik would be huge and fat, uh, yeah, that's just what the video great. game shows. He did amazing. Did fantastic. I think he'll get fat at the end of this one. That's what I think is going to happen. Um, be cool. But also on the same date, this would have been Betty White's 100th birthday. Oh. 18 days ago, we lost. Well, 18 days ago, yeah, from her birthday. Yeah. Uh, and then January 18th, we have Kevin Costner, who is awesome i do love me some kevin costner yes i love robin hood prince of thieves oh yes but i also really liked him as jonathan kent in uh, man of steel 
Yeah, I totally love that character. Yeah, he was great. Uh, also, I, I haven't watched it yet, but I really want to watch Yellowstone. Same. I really want to watch it. I just haven't watched it yet. Uh, January 19th, we have Logan Lerman. Mm-hmm. Great, great little actor who I kept confusing with the dude who was in screen because they kind of have a similar face. Yeah, same. I was like, was that the guy that was just in here? I was like, no. <laughs> Is that the dude from... Uh, yeah. Uh, you. Uh, um, but Logan Lerman. <laughs> uh, January 20th, one of my favorite actors who doesn't get enough credit, Evan Peters, who just was recently on WandaVision, and they tricked us all out, making us think that he was Pietro when he was actually just uh, Ralph Boner. Yeah. <laughs> Boner. Uh, but i do love evan peters very great actor uh january 21st we have uh gina davis gina davis is awesome earth girls are easy man that is a i loved that movie back in the day yeah yeah for me it's a league of their own yeah obviously that's an amazing gina davis movie yeah yeah uh but i do earth girls are easy is a good movie of course yeah it's awesome jeff goldblum yep and then january 22nd jim carrey (laughs) i need to now i gotta watch it again uh, dude, yeah, it's got oh, the Wayne's in there. Like, dude, it's awesome. Oh yeah, January twenty second, we have Diane Lane, who of course uh, played um, Martha Kent. Yes, and was in the Better Judge Dread. <laughs> Martha. Martha, where did you hear that name? Why did you say that name? Why did you say that name? <laughs> Where's Rachel? Want to be friends? <laughs> <laughs> I make fun of it, but I actually really like that movie. Yeah, I like that movie too. Um, all right. Happy birthday to our celebrities. Happy birthday. Without you, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. So thank you. <laughs> On to the news. It's not a big news day, which I'm okay with. Uh, yeah. Spider-Man No Way Home is set to be the fourth biggest movie at the U.S. box office. Hooray. I heard it over to Titanic uh, recently. Uh, like in, in revenue or of all time or something like it's that. It's possible. It's possible. I mean, no way Recently, like awesome. last week. Yeah. You know, they also uh, apparently have updated some of the scenes. So if you go see it now, it's going to look a little different from seeing it when you saw it in the theater for the first that's time. Awesome. So, and it of could, course, but that could backfire, but that's could, really cool. That they I'm wondering if Venom Let There Be Carnage's re release that's happening in February. I'm well, wondering updates. if it's going to update at all or if it's just going to be the <laughs> cool. same movie. That'd be so cool. It would be cool, but I would be pissed off because I own it already. And it's like, do I have to double dip now? You say, yeah, you just stick your disc in the computer and, uh, you know, they <laughs> they'll know, upload the extra files. That'd be nice. That'd be cool. um, Bam Margera is set to make one or two appearances in Jackass Forever. That is super cool. I think he, I, I don't know if he should be doing these things, but well, I do love that they're not completely shutting him out is, because well, that is not how a support system should these work. Are the, these are the say. things that he did before he got fired. <gasps> oh, but There's, still, I think that it's good that they're including it instead of just writing him off completely because uh I'm sorry, but cutting somebody off from their source of income is not going to well, be the best I mean, I path to recovery. I don't know if that's his only source of income. I'm sure. But he, you know what I mean? Like he's got a this, lot of stuff. Like but he'll be so resentful. And oh man, I'm Indeed, sure he I got paid that. for some of it. But uh, sure, it, it, it's sad. I think that it was. It's hard to say if it was fair or not for him to have signed that uh, that thing because he because he says he was high when he signed it. Uh, the thing that said that he needs to get sober to be in the movie. <laughs> Um, I don't know. It's a double-edged sword. Uh, but you know, it, it'll be nice to see him. I'm for one. But, uh, that just kind of like uh supports the impetus to have that clause in the contract, though. Uh, the fact that he was under the influence when yeah. he signed it implies that there needs to be a clause. Well, for there to be sobriety, because otherwise he could say that during anything that happens, he just hasn't been the same since. Uh, since yeah, Ryan, Ryan Dunn, Dunn passed yeah. away, and, and rest in peace. I feel really bad for him, honestly. He's, Same, but he's, I just he spiraled, and he didn't really know what to do. And, and these guys, I mean, let's let's be fair. These guys, uh, they they've lived a really wacky life. They've gotten yeah. famous off of doing stupid, stupid stuff. And, and but I have a hard time saying that Bam should be able to just keep doing it, not being sober, because Steve O got sober. And Steve-O does some of the worst of the worst stuff. So maybe that's a thing, too, is that if Bam couldn't be sober, he would be stoking the flames or uh, what's known as romancing the drink 
uh, if that's the substance we're talking about. Uh, but the substance of the, the trope applies to any substance. But well, you know, like if you're going to be the guy who's partying in front of somebody who's sober, maybe maybe that's not cool. You know, maybe that's like why that clause was there, sure. So. I think he was doing some drugs, though. I think it was. But either way, romancing. Yes. Yes. Whatever. You know, not going to be cool in front of somebody who's in the government. Sure. Sure. Um, but I'm, I'm for one, I'm very excited to see the movie. I can't wait for uh, to see that in the theater. If it came out to IMAX, I'd definitely see that in IMAX just to see oh. like, the wackier stuff and bigger, at least the XD. Yeah. Totally. Uh, unless there's some cool fan event, which I would go to. Absolutely. Um, and then last uh, news of the day, which is sad, of course, is rest yeah. in peace. Uh, Bob Saget passing away, at the, uh, passing away too early uh, in his lifetime. Uh, so many people just saddened by his loss. Uh, it is amazing yep. uh, how many people he touched and how many people he actually uh, helped usher into the comedy world. Um, he is America's dad because of Full House to me. Um, yep. It is very, very sad to see him pass away. I love Bob Saget. I, he is a really dirty man in the best sort of way. Yeah. Uh, but he was not a bad man in the way that like he could have been dirty and said some of the stuff he did. And then like he had dirty humor. Right. He could have done some things and he didn't he was always a really good guy which is which i really appreciate uh he found the love of his life way late in life i think they were they've only been together for like four to six years oh no so it was really sad to uh see that as well but um i'm glad that he had someone in the in the end uh i hope we don't hear anything bad like it was drug related or whatever i don't think they've come up with a uh thing yet um but anyway rest in peace bob saget we will miss you yeah rest in peace well let's uh hear a word from our sponsor okay hey mark today's sponsor is screaming simon slippery alibis if you commit a crime screaming simon will be there to help you out in a bind our passengers will get a free alibi for every one bot just don't expect that free one to be as solid as the one you pay for oh yeah screaming simon slippery alibis is the best or so i'm told thanks screaming simon thanks All right, passengers, now we're on to the uh, last portion, the last segment of our podcast. We have the elevator pitch. You already know what it should be, but if you don't, it's 30 seconds for my my colleague, Mark, to uh, go ahead and give a movie pitch to our uh, producer on the elevator. So, Mark, are you ready for your three random words? I am ready. Okay. They are T-shirt, poverty, zebra. Okay. Poverty zebra. Yeah, it's totally random. These were like the most random words ever. Ah, here is the thought process. Like, what do I? How do I do this? Okay, this is gonna be a feel-good movie. All right. Uh, about a guy, obviously in part poverty. Uh, this guy's almost got nothing. Uh, guy loves zebras though. And uh, the only thing he wants to do in this life is help out zebras. Like he just loves them, wants to save them. Apply to the zebras. So, what does he do? Does he force gumps his way to uh, an amazing thing? And he comes up with a shirt that don't all the funds go to zebras and a little bit to himself to get him out off the streets. Uh, just a little, not any kind of scammy percentage to him. And uh, yeah. And this is the tale of a man trying to do well in the world from the rock bottom and trying to make a difference in the world with just helping the zebras out. Hey, nice. Better than where my brain was going with it. <laughs> yeah, because I had some other ideas. And I was like, my, my brain went to like, uh, he finds a zebra and there's yeah. reward money for it. I don't, I don't know. But I, I was like, like thinking a guy with a zebra print jacket, <laughs> like, you know. I was just like, I'm not, I don't want to come up with zebra skin jacket. Rapper trend. Oh, it sounds, like a, it sounds like a song. Like, I got my yeah. zebra skin jacket. Um, uh, yeah, good. I, I, <laughs> it sounds like a feel good movie. I like that you Forrest Gumped it. It kind of, then my brain went, oh, he's talking about when Forrest Gump puts the mud on the shirt and then. Yeah, wipes yeah. his face off. And my brain, my first thing was like, oh, he's going to run somewhere. Uh, just, gonna, just stuff happens. Bumper I sticker. Ju- I just kept running. <laughs> I just felt like running. <laughs> yeah. 
What a good movie. I'm pretty tired. (laughs) I think I'll go home now. (laughs) I love that movie. I love that movie, except for Jenny. But yeah, I love that movie. Jenny. Yeah, awesome. Cool, cool, cool. Thank you for listening to Pop Culture Elevator. We love you, passengers. And remember, if you want to contact us, you can reach us at popcultureelevator at gmail.com, Instagram at popcultureelevator, Twitter at PCE Podcast, and our Facebook page, www.facebook.com slash popcultureelevator. Thank you again for listening. We will see you next Wednesday.